back to bear with me. The Boston Bruins are now 58-12-5, and and that makes them the winningest Boston Bruins team of all time and your President's Trophy winners for the 2022-2023 season. My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, the Bruins Uh-oh. are off to a really good start this season. I'm, I, it's, it's really good to see them come out of the gate like this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not a sustainable pace, but... No, I, I don't want to uh, get too ahead of ourselves. Um, no. You know, we got some guys injured right now. It's kind of hard to tell what it'll be like when they come back. But yeah, I know it's uh, uh, I uh, cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. I still think. No, I'm sorry. Did. I'm looking at the wrong page. I'm sorry. They won the President's Trophy. Right. They sure did. That's what they it sure was. Did. Can we talk about the President's Trophy for a minute? Yeah, please do. I got some thoughts on that as well. Okay. I get it. I get the apprehension. I get the stigma a little bit i think it's kind of hive mind a little bit that like you see the words president's trophy and everybody's got to make the same joke or not even joke just got to make the same statement and i get it like somebody makes it and you go oh, i want to say it too and you whatever there's some like oh can we just forfeit it like oh like make sure you don't touch a bunch of those things right but pete blackburn on twitter this week made an incredible point when he actually broke down the numbers. I don't have them right in front of me, but it was something like um, nine of the 40-something President's Trophy winners have won the Stanley Cup, which is like 22%. And, you know, hockey's the only trophy or the only sport that's giving out a trophy for the, the best regular season record. So I don't think we monitor the other sports quite as much. But there's no way that's like a far discrepancy from any other sport that the best team wins 22% of the time. That sounds right, does it not? No, I mean, you're absolutely right. And that honestly was the exact same point I was going to make. I'm like, this is when people use the term curse to describe it. I'm like, that is what are you talking about? Like, it's like it's if any if anything to me, it just speaks about how like how kind of even of a playing field the NHL is come playoffs. Like any one of those sixteen teams can win, real like not, I mean, kind of, but yeah, they can. Yeah. And I was trying to imagine. It's like imagine. It's so the Red Sox win three more World Series, and mm-hmm. then someone's like, and then they get into the postseason. Someone's like, yeah, but you know, curse of the Bambino. Like, it's like no, it's like this. Yeah, it's we're not. Pa- we are so past that. Like yeah. that is. Not, That's how I feel like, about the Madden curse too. It's like yeah, when it was a curse, it was a curse. <laughs> right. But like you can't be like, oh, is he going to be the fourth guy to break the Madden curse? He might be because I don't think it really exists anymore. I get it when it's a, a running thing, like the Drake thing. That yes. was fun while it lasted. But like the second it broke, you can't then point to it and be like, oh, is it back? No, no it's not. A, it's not really a thing. If And the thing is, it would be boring if 90% of the time the President's Trophy winner went on to win the Stanley Cup. That would be obnoxious. That would be the NBA. That would be the NBA. That would be the NBA. Yeah, um, it's eight eight presidents trophy winners have won the cup in thirty six years, which is twenty two percent. So that that is correct. Okay, I did remember that. Okay, yes. eight yeah eight and thirty six. Um, so I mean that's I don't know that it doesn't seem like a discrepancy at all. So I mean, like you said, if everybody has a shot, right, getting into yes. the playoffs, if you evenly distributed those odds, you know, a one in sixteen. I'm going to kill my cat. No, it don't. A, it's great. A one in sixteen chance of winning the the Stanley Cup. If you come in as the president's trophy winner, you have above a one in five chance 
that's far from a curse. That's quite the leg up if you're yeah. going by the numbies here. Correct. Yeah, you go from like 6% to 22%. Pretty decent. I like them. I see you clapping to scare yeah, away your sorry. cat. No, no I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Bro, that's oh, buddy, the loudest oh, it's ever oh, been, buddy. right? Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, I promise honestly, I feed like, my animal, dude. Okay, I'm going to be super honest here, and I'm glad Pete, on coming back to Pete Blackburn, our, our first and only guest so far, mm-hmm. uh, I... I can't even say I forgot the Bruins won the president's trophy during 2020 because I don't know if I ever knew that. There's no way I didn't. Like, of course I did. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you came up to me and said, Rob, the the Bruins won the, the president's trophy in 2020, I would have been like, no, they didn't. What are you talking about? I would have. I would remember that. Dude, I had but such a similar did. reaction. I saw it and I went, oh, right. And then sat with it for a second and was like, right? Did I know? Right? <laughs> did they know? Like, they like, did? I, I, so wait, so remind me, was that was that when they were just like, oh, we'll just hand that out and then we'll get back to, you know, we'll do a playoffs at some point? Yeah, and well, everyone was like, wow, like that team was such a wagon. And then my brain is like, sorry, we deleted the file on the 2019-2020 Boston Bruins. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't fucking remember. The only thing I remember about that season is Boston. I had like, what, 48 goals? And yeah. then the, the world ended, so he didn't hit 50. I'm sorry, yeah, 48 goals, 47 assists in in 70 games. Yeah, I, I just genuinely do not remember that. Yeah, I mean, understandably so. I think, yeah. I think we were I remember all pretty big into uh big into like Russian ping pong at the time and whatever, you know. Oh, just betting on whatever. Uh yeah. I do remember 2013. I I remember where I was when they won the president's trophy. Go ahead. All eyes I on you, at, bro. I was at my friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Don't set me up. <laughs> nice. All right, everybody, please leave a comment below about what you thought of Rob's story. Oh, please don't. I know it was uh, terrible. I don't need to be told it was terrible. <laughs> Uh, I I don't really remember the them winning in, in 2013. I mean, I remember 2013. I, I remember just, right. that was the first year I watched the team. That was my right. first year watching hockey. It was 2013. I like and that was a reduced that was a reduced season too. That was like a half lockout year. I I do very much appreciate the fact that you didn't start in 10-11. You know, if your first I... season was like winning the cup, I would have been like, ah, look, all right, we've talked about this. You got to take your bumps and bruises. Yeah, it's like you don't want to like come in on a high because then it like one, it sets an unrealistic expectation, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's like did you you didn't really earn it? Not that like you need to earn it, but you kind of need to earn it. Like you kind of need to earn it, especially especially in Boston because you know the prior decade plus was just abysmal, and like there were so many horrible years and there were so many horrible trades that it was like, oh man, like to get here was a grind. So like to just jump on the mountaintop, yeah. I think I think you would have been, but justified or not, it would have been you would have been viewed a little uh, like you didn't deserve to be celebrating it. But I mean, I can't even say that, dude, because I I've said it on here I think before. So if we're just repeating ourselves, just deal with it. But uh, as a kid, it was like I it was hard to care about the Bruins because like my dad, my huge hockey guy, I played hockey, I loved the game, but the bees were like not my favorite team like i went to bruins games all the time and like we watched ducks. bruins games all the time but i loved the ducks i was like sorry dad I like the ducks I like the shark so what i that's what i do we're gonna stay up till 10 coming out to your dad as a ducks fan 
sorry, dad, I'm a West Coast hockey fan, so I get to stay up till one in the morning. That was also kind of the part of the appeal is like my dad would yeah. let me watch the whole game. So it was like that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um I I think I've told this before that we uh we used to go to the Bruins Wives Carnival, which I would I we should talk to some team staff and really get that back. That was like my favorite thing in the world. And uh it was a fundraiser, like they'd shut down the garden. Not shut it down. I guess they'd open up the garden. That's what they would do. But, uh, <laughs> no one's allowed in. <laughs> we raised zero dollars again. <laughs> what are we doing wrong? Yeah, once the they started open? letting no, the door not open. Like, once they start letting people in, it got way better. But like you know, they had like the mats like over the ice, so like the you know it was like the floor on the ice, and all the players had like these different stations, kind of like a carnival, and like you would go up like stand to stand and like you do a different thing with every player like you would you know you could take a picture in the penalty box with pj stock and you could uh you know uh shoot targets with patrice bergeron and uh one of the stations at the time was uh, you could play nhl 2001 with hal gill oh my god what a dated sentence literally yeah (laughs) and so i sat down and uh he picked the ducks and he had it like set up for me to be the bruins and I was like, I want to be the Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> no way he was prepared for that response. And like, he, he turned to my dad and he's like, first kid who doesn't want to be the Bruins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, first kid yeah. who's ever wanted to be the Ducks. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't, I don't really want to play as you. You can play as you. So funny. But yeah. So anyway, anywho, anyhow, um, bring it all is, back. This is a tangent, but I, I promise it's going somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the show Fringe at all? Not really. It's like very sci-fi. Like just think of like X Files, but like a bit more modern, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. One of the main characters, uh, one of the main actors, is Joshua Jackson. Do you recognize that name? I don't think so. Don't look it up. Don't look. I'll tell you, Joshua don't Jackson. Don't, I see you typing. No, I'm doing something else. <laughs> Word. Oh, well, I'm going to beat you to the punch. He played Charlie Conway. In the Mighty Ducks movies. No kidding, huh? And I just, I can't, I'm having a real hard time just not being like, pull out the triple deke, move, yeah. solve the case. It's all right. That Estevez is going to have sex with your mom. Like, deal with it. Like, quack, 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 Mr. Dexworth. Like, that is weird. That's one of those guys who, like, you can't picture doing something else. And that's, he barely did any other acting. Like he was gone for a long time. They didn't like, but the first episode I looked at him, I'm like, it's fucking Charlie Conway. Like what's going on here? Like, yeah. That is weird, dude. Alas. Uh, uh, the Bruins are the Bruins. a hockey team that we have a show dedicated to. Yes. And we should probably talk about them. They're the best ones to ever do it. They're so fucking good. Even like lately when they've really not been, this is like kind of reminding me of the early season. Okay. I think I mentioned this last time early in the season. I made a comment and I was kind of kidding, but I kind of wasn't where I'm like, they're not necessarily like awesome. They're just really good at winning games, which I still don't still don't disagree with. It's like, yeah, like they're not the best, but like they find a way to win, which then you could turn around and be like, well, doesn't that make them the best? And I would say, shut up, stop undermining me. Um, But but I I I don't know if that's still true at all times anymore because there are times where they no. bully teams oh god yeah i mean buffalo our last episode was seven nothing wasn't even remotely close like yeah and that's not a, that's not a one-off either 
No, no, no. Um, but uh, so I, I can't even really talk about the Nashville game in that sense because they lost the Nashville game. Oh, excuse me. Drinking a heady topper. I know I'm disgusting. Uh, so well, I'll even go back to the Carolina game. Kick their ass, not even kick their ass, but they just assertively won the first two periods and then took their foot way off the gas and nearly lost the game in the third. Uh, and then so starting with that third period and then all through the national game, that's four straight periods of very sleepy hockey. And they the Columbus game kind of started off the same way, like they weren't really quite themselves. Mm-hmm. And then so Columbus is looking at this Boston Bruins team that's like not fully awake, not fully engaged, kind of maybe even getting the better of them to start the game. And do you know what their strategy was in that scenario? What if we start cross-checking their star players in the mouth? Yeah. What if, what's, what if we just literally, what if we literally woke up the bear right now? Like, what if we gave them a reason to wake up and wouldn't you know it, it didn't work out for them? No. Um, so, like, I almost want to thank the Blue Jackets. Like, they quite literally just slapped them awake and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 no, 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 hey, 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 like, you can't do that. Um, so, like, they... Yeah, I mean, well, it, I mean... I don't know if that it's hard to say that that did it because it's been exactly less than one game. So I don't oh, know how much, how much carryover there's going to be from that. You know what I mean? I, I, we can get to the preview towards the end. I do expect Saturday's game to be full tilt. Um, because it's against Pittsburgh yeah. and they are your probable first round matchup. And well, though we'll, this is going to, you're going to hear the expression playoff atmosphere about this Saturday. I bet. And I think Olmark gets the start again. Doesn't a Saturday afternoon game on ABC just feel right against the Penguins? It's not. Isn't it at 8 p.m.? No, it's 3 p.m. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, th- it does. Penguin th- matinees make sense to me for Penguin some reason. Penguin matinees on ABC for some reason. For something something about it being yeah, like three a national broadcast, too, just feels like, yeah, that's that's exactly right. That's how that should be. Maybe I'm thinking of the Winter Classic. Maybe I that is as I said. Like, <laughs> now that we talk this out a bit, like this, we didn't we play this game something on about the Penguins on Jake DeBrus leg broken half, and then he right. said, "Hold on, I haven't scored my two goals yet." Holy shit! Are they playing at Fenway tomorrow? <laughs> you uh, see that it was cold. It was colder yesterday at Fenway than it was at the Winter Classic. Is that real? Not that you would know personally how cold it was yeah, at Fenway no yesterday. Idea. You would have zero zero. <laughs> I mean, concept. the people I was there with did say they were at the Winter Classic and it felt colder. They it were was. Like, I was. It was wearing like 10 degrees colder. Yes, it was like 50-something during the Winter Classic and like 40 yesterday. <laughs> it was 40 with a good wind and a lot of shade. A hearty wind. Yeah, I mean, it felt like the Winter Classic. So, I mean, I I would have preferred to have been watching that. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, yes, but yeah. we'll get to that later. We'll do a full yeah, yeah, yeah. preview a little bit. And who knows? Maybe okay. we'll talk about the next six games so we can actually talk about them. <laughs> Rather than uh, we're back, okay. Do you? Yeah. So, so here's the question: How far back are we going to go? Because not, the last time we talked was against the Sabers. That they've, they've since played the Sens, <laughs> the Habs, the Lightning, the Hurricanes, the Predators, the Blue Jackets, and I don't want to talk uh, about the Senators game no. at all. I'm going to put my foot down on that. They won. We, End we, of story. We don't need to give Ottawa any more coverage. That's what Ryan Reynolds no. is for. I guess we can talk about the Habs a little bit just because it was the one game at the Garden against the Habs. I feel like we should spend a second on it. I was going to say, well, I, we talked about this before. 
whenever we try to cover games that were like a week ago, we're like, uh, a goal. Right, so yeah, right. there was a goal. Was there was scored. a goal. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as I say that, to... I'm looking, I'm looking through uh, the scoring summary. I'm like, I don't remember any of these. I don't. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's been a long time, bro. It really they, has. They like... came in as huge favorites into this game too. Like this was this was not going to be a memorable game at all, even though it was the one in the garden. It didn't feel like it at the time. Like when I was watching it, I was like, I know that this is the one Habs game at home. I know I should feel something about it. It was mm-hmm. relatively close. But it just kind of felt like the Habs are dog shit. It's funny you say that because they are. They are dog shit. That's the thing. Is that they're way you down trust there. Your gut sometimes. They're bad at. They're bad at hockey. Very bad at hockey. All right. I'm, I'm glad we talked about that game. Uh, I, I will. I mean, to get talk about it a little. I am glad that there is some life to this rivalry because we've discussed it many times that like the Montreal thing just feels kind of dead right now, especially with like Toronto kind of like putting it into a shadow. So mm-hmm. to see some like real physicality arise from that game, um, mm-hmm. I was just grateful for that. And I also but- remember I had the puck line this game and I was in the. Montreal should have scored three times in the last three minutes. They just mm-hmm. were missing wide open nets, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm glad we talked about that game. That's enough. I think the most that's enough. <laughs> All right. That's quick enough. little quick little minute on the lightning game. This is the game where they clinched the Atlantic. Yes. Yes. And Bergeron didn't know it. Did he after not? the game? They were like, huh? Yeah, yeah, he had no idea. They said something to him about like, oh, how's it feel to clinch the division? He's like, oh, we did. Cool. Nice. They're yeah, so no, focused on the cup right now that if you went to him and be like, hey, when uh, you scored that goal, it uh, it set off a chain of events where uh, cancer is cured now. you will be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, we're a tight-knit right. group of guys. Uh, you know, we all care about the... You no, know, it's got a battle hard. They're they're tough teams. Got to get pucks in deep. Uh, you know, uh, no easy wins in yeah, in, the, yeah. in this league. Uh, Just keeping it loose and uh, you know trying to stay focused and uh, you know hopefully uh, we can all you know uh, stand together and uh, make it happen. No, no, do the coil version. <gasps> oh, okay. I was like, what's the coil? <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta remember this. Periods. He looks like yeah. he just walked out of a bond. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Let him go to the locker room. He's got eight minutes. Like, <laughs> um, okay. Other thing about the lightning game. It was the final light a game against the lightning this season. Uh, they did win the season series three to one. Uh, Victor Hedman did score a goal. That's kind of like the big, goal. it, it was, was a good goal. goal too. It was a clap. And I don't really know what else to say about this game. It was, a very physical game. Uh, but in terms of the, the deets, what matters is they won, they won the division and they won the season series and they don't have to play Tampa again until the second round when they beat Toronto. I don't think they beat Toronto. I don't They're know which one well I like right better. They're not. They beat Carolina. Carolina is also not playing. I, I'm going, <laughs> you notice Carolina, Tampa, maybe Toronto and Boston are just not playing terrific right now. Like none of the top teams in the Atlantic and therefore the league are playing terribly well right now. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. I think it's the same reason. Like they're all like these games just straight up don't matter. Like we're not breaking our back to get two points when it will accomplish nothing. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, 
I'm going to now segue into the Nashville game again. Uh, okay. Even, well, real quick. Well, real quick. They beat the Hurricanes uh, season series too. That was the final game oh, against the Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Yeah, they, they they beat them two to one. Pasternak scored twice. That was his fiftieth and fifty first. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's cover that game first. Yeah. I'm I'm the one jumping ahead. Uh, um. Okay. So let's just let me. I'm going to yeah. write down because I will forget if I don't. I already forgot what I was going to say. Fuck it. God damn it. Uh, Sorry. No one's playing well. No, you're fine. No one is playing well. That's worth writing down. Write it down. Save no it for one. later. Put that on a sticky note. Put that on your mirror. I have a yep. Anywho, so this uh, the is hurricane. the game. The the yes. whalers. Yeah. So pasta gets fifty in the funniest way possible. Um, <laughs> this is the goal, like this breakaway goal, where mm-hmm. like I from what I can tell, it gets like poke checked off his stick, or he, like it just falls off his stick and goes in the net. That's all it is. And he. It's- was asked after the game, like, was that deliberate? And he was like, no, I'm not cooch. Like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. In the amount of Bruins fans on, like, Facebook, Twitter, like, all the incredibly knowledgeable Bruins fans on the mm-hmm. internet, were like, Pasternak is so good. Like, he pulled that move so well. Like, oh, that and people, that wasn't deliberate. They're like, yes, it was. And it's like, David Pasternak, David Toothpaste himself said, no, I did not mean to do that. And they're like, well, he doesn't know what he's talking like dave toothpaste told you with his own mouth <laughs> he didn't do that on purpose correct uh i also i love the humility because like you don't normally see that from pasta he's not he's yeah. not in many positions where he has to be no but um and they all say the right things in the right time you know what i mean like them saying uh you know we're just happy to win as a team and uh you know obviously those personal accomplishments all come second and uh you know it's all about uh Getting the win and, uh, you know, hopefully moving on to the next one and uh, just keep them rolling. Like, that's what they're going to say. But in of a course. moment like that, that that seems like genuine. I think you got a moment, dude. Like, you're in the sun right now. Like, you're we're cool. Yeah. We're totally cool with you being like, this is great. Like, I did you. I did love what he said. And it, it's I not to imply he was ever really immature, but pasta has been very I think he's matured very much as even just like a person since like watching him as closely as we have as Bruins fans. I loved his comment. He was basically saying, like, you can't take any of this for granted. Um, and I think that's kind of an allusion to um, or him alluding to the shortened season where he had 48 goals with 12 games remaining mm-hmm. and didn't get to hit 50. Where he's like, you never know if you get to play next game or next. That's shit. a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, like he knew he knows what it's like to get that close and have it taken away. So he's like, I'm just grateful. Like, I don't think he used the word grateful, but like that was what it felt like. And then even better, he scored the next Bruins goal to make it 51. Fantastic. Yeah. Just fucking bury, put him, put him on. Yeah, don't, don't even celebrate 50 because like we're still moving here. I love yeah, that. Like we, yeah, we're this is I again, think, uh, it's like we're, it's not, I didn't win the cup. Like it's, we're not there. Didn't Connor do the same thing? I think earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. When he hit 50, he was like, he scored 50 and 51 in the same game. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. he was he just like didn't care. Yeah. Not that he didn't care, but like he just didn't make it a big deal, which but, like I mean, how can you? It's a little bit different when you're 61 goals anyway. We're gonna get to the McDavid segment. Don't you guys worry? <laughs> Paul Korea <laughs> sent me an email time. and said you need to bring up McDavid more often. And yeah, anyway, this shootout win really reminded me of the 2013 Stanley Cup final. <laughs> uh, or it was 2019 actually 2019 game about, five right? Noel Chari in the shootout getting tripped like 
I'm moving on. Uh, how weird is it for you Joe. to play the Whalers? Well, separate no. question after yeah. this question. <laughs> I do have something I'm writing that down to. Whalers Jack. Okay. Uh, how weird is it to see not only the Bruins win in the shootout, mm-hmm. but to win in two rounds? They scored both of their goals. I don't know the last time I've seen that, if I've ever seen that. I couldn't tell you, dude. I don't, it certainly wasn't this year. I don't know if they've done it. They've never been a good shootout team, like ever. And no. what's perfect is I remember, and I think I mentioned this before, is that in 2019, they were lo- they lost like more shootouts than anybody. They lost like six or seven in the shootout. And then that's the year they got Coil. And Coil's like one of the better shootout guys in the league. It's like he's like 35, 36%. And in this Carolina game, he led and he scored. And he did the same move that Brent Burns did a moment before him. He just skated in and shot at five hole. Uh, the difference is Brent Burns was shooting on Jeremy. I like the shootout Swayman. That's such a good nickname. It's it's I love a little that. wordy, but it's on it. It's on it's on the money. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, then, I like the shootout Swayman. He does. Like he's like, oh, I love yeah. the shootout. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like that's you're. I'm offended for other goalies. Like it's kind of a psycho thing, but I mean the best goalies is. are the ones who are a little tapped, a lot tapped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Coil, great goal, and then. Uh, Teravine and missing his, and then Jake DeBrusque. Oh, Jake, you oh, beautiful Jake. bastard. Uh, just he's got one move, but boy, does it work when it works. That thing was a missile, like, I thought it was going to go out the top of the net. And like, beautiful. dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jake, Jake, and Zaka, I think both have like these super underrated shots. Maybe not Zaka because we talk about him all the time. No, I think we're past Zaka being underrated for his shot. Yeah, and also it's he's just, just been such an offensive force. And like all these games and the ones we haven't talked about yet, he's just mm-hmm. been such a consistent presence offensively, dude. Um I do have one tiny little thing about this game. Let's hear it. There was a little piece of me that just for a little stupid reason would have been okay dropping this game. I expected to drop this game. I wanted to hear something, Rob. And if I was the operator inside fucking Confederacy Arena or whatever they call it down there, (laughs) even though the Bruins won, I would have played it. Well, they were playing it. They played it after every goal. Joe, I doesn't it sound I, like gorillas? Doesn't it remind you of the gorillas? That would definitely be a gorillas song. Ooh, sleepy Steve. Hey, <laughs> flimsy Steve. <laughs> flimsy Steve. Thank you. Thank you. I, I huge gorillas fan. Like top, one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. That's still such a good meme. Um, you know, yeah, Captain no, after Chicken every Bueller. Carolina goal, they're playing the brass bonanza after every Carolina goal. And I yeah, honestly was after like every Carolina goal. Yeah, so what? You I wanted got to, to hear it. them. I wanted to see. I don't know. I wanted to see our boys celebrate to a song. That's too not bad. Theirs. Oh, I'm so sorry. You had to see the Bruins win a game, Joe. Maybe I'll make it be all right. Where they, where they celebrate. Stupid too. ass. I wanted to see our guys celebrate to the. If song. I have to see the storm surge one more time in my lifetime, what I'm a downgrade into the Atlantic wise. Ocean. 
to go what? from like being the brass bonanza team who plays at the mall in Connecticut, <laughs> which is you know the peak of <laughs> professional. Well, stop it, build a bear. Get some Chinese and see a hockey game. It's fine. It's a one-stop I shop. Just one-stop love shop. how like late century American that is. I really do. I just love that it, they're called the Whalers. Yeah, like, I want. I want. That's awesome. Like I want more sports teams named after obsolete professions, <laughs> like the chimney uh, sweeps, the Louisiana cobblers. Like I don't know. No, there's probably Fuck. cobblers out there. People are making shoes. Like I try to think of an obscure profession. Yeah, chimney sweeps and cobblers is all we <laughs> chimney got. Chimney sweeps. The Cincinnati <laughs> chimney sweeps. I'm gonna make that a shirt. I like that. I like that. Let's let's put it on our store. We launch it <laughs> okay. soon. I honestly wanted to this episode kind of like gauge interest. So this is going to the fans directly. I personally am interested in making bear with me stickers, just using like our basic logo. Yeah. Because I want to throw one on the laptop. If you, as a fan, would be interested in that, please let us know in any way that can reach us, Twitter, whatever. Because um, it would be fun to do, I think, and I don't think there's a huge expense involved in that. But let us know. I'm kind of. We just want to gauge interest in, in merch a little yeah, bit. Why not? Why not? Speaking of merch, that's a perfect segue to the thing to the note I wrote down. Uh, Jack, at the start of this Carolina game, Jack hates. So much that the Carolina wears the Whalers jerseys. Have you ever yeah, picked up on he that? Does, he hates he? it so much. Like he referred to it as a desperate attempt to sell merch. Yeah, just like check, <laughs> like <laughs> buddy, like <laughs> the face you just oh made. Oh my is goodness, like, Jack. Yeah, like check, like check. We know why we're all here, but like, come on, man, have a little fun. <laughs> this with is it. your job, buddy. Like, like yeah, you save that for us. So, like you save that, that when you're not calling the game soaked in cynicism oh I god yeah it. he's so like oh my god he's bad he, every time they do the whaler shirts because it's always against boston he makes it kind of makes a real no, i can't even call it dung is that is that on per, did they do that on purpose i don't know i think so because i that was the there was a rivalry and then now i'm wondering just how often they probably wear them in a season yeah like i, I doubt it's is it just their thirds i don't know or do they have thirds and their own they have thirds the and this, they have the black ones with like the oh, i love that's true flags. i love that i love that jersey that's such a good yeah. one do you remember earlier in the year when that guy had the hurricanes logo sewn upside down on his jersey oh oh yeah i did actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought you meant it's like tough like to fan. tell because like it's yeah it's that's like a, a small one. difference but uh yeah, yeah it's just it's the so blacks nice. on the left the red's supposed to be on the right yeah yeah no i completely forgot about that that feels like it was three years ago yeah you know why um, they did that right why did they do that it was on purpose so they could start selling the misprints. It was a desperate <laughs> attempt to sell merch. I see right through what you're doing. In 1975. <laughs> do you ever think about how the Bruins uh, sued the Hartford Whalers? That's another thing. We I bring do. Up all the they time. didn't. Did they sue the Penguins too, or were they just they really mad both. with the Penguins? <laughs> they sued them both. No wonder Jeremy Jacobs ended up in possession of this team. He's just carrying on the tradition of being a curmudgeon. No one else may have colors. Fun. This is no one else. region. We invented the color black. How dare you? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like suing UCLA. I want to create a team that's just another bear team in the NHL that wears like <laughs> yellow and dark blue. Like, <laughs> no, it's different. We're what the Ursines. We're the Utah Ursines. Like, <laughs> the Utah. 
Utah would be a great place. Georgia Grizzlies. A hockey team. How is there not a hockey team in, in Utah? I don't think Mormons play hockey. But they like basketball and jazz? Neither of those sound right either, actually. Utah mm-hmm. as a state confuses me. No, thanks. I, I, I'm i not sure people are there. I would like, yeah. I, you want to talk about merch? I'd like a shirt that says Utah? No, thanks. More like no ta. More like no fucking thank you. <laughs> More like you better get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Uh, the Predators, they played the Predators. They played, they played, anyways, they stayed in the South. Speaking of states where people actually fucking live, dude. Tennessee. They played ah, some, uh, some Tennessee hockey. Can people buy so many stickers you can send Joe and I to a National Predators game? That's it's what, 10, 10 to 15 stickers. I'll say 10 to 20. We will yeah, be charging we'll make, several Adhesive is not cheap, Joe. Like, no, not, not these days, dude. Not this Horse rights me. activist. Thanks so much. <laughs> this was uh, not a member. If you don't know. <laughs> biology well um <laughs> this is not a terribly memorable game because no, i didn't want to remember it because they played so poorly mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna like take a quick peek at the box score i'm looking at the score two to one and my brain's like oh it was close no this was a two nothing loss i, I don't even game. i don't even know if i want to count the goal like <laughs> like we just it barely it. did it was 0.3 seconds on the clock the way and they all looked up at the clock after Pasta <laughs> scored like, to be like, all right, we got time. We got right. time. <laughs> Look, if t- Tyler Toffoli can score with 0.9 seconds on the clock, anything's possible. I'll never forget that. I try that to was, frequently. That was just such a great moment that, like, I forget who it was. Somebody came up to Pasta and was, like, really celebrating. And I think he thought that they still had, like, 40 seconds. No, Pasta, like, all right, Pasta didn't even go. dare to sell. What if yeah, he just, David like, was like, no. What if he hit the celly so fucking hard, just like fist pumping? Like, right. He did the Yakupov where he just skates away from the team. <laughs> Center ice. Like, the Yager like, like throws his glove and snipes it with his stick. Oh, no. Who is the guy in Montreal who just did the Tiger Williams after the shutout? Did you see that? The riding no. the stick? Someone in Montreal. Oh, yeah, shoot yeah, the guy yeah. that like He looks like he's an EASHL player. Yeah. Uh, and he just did the the riding the stick and just pointing in the crowd. I'm like, that's electric. I love that. That's so good. He should have done that. Pasta did have eight shots on goal this game, the which ferrets, is like flipped up the <laughs> just home It was an equipment malfunction, Joe. Thank you. Right, right. Oh yeah, this was this was a pretty brutal game. And honestly, it's Olmark's Olmark lost the game, and he still had a nine five five. Yeah, <laughs> even when he loses, yeah. he's better than most goalies when they win. Like, holy hell! Um, yeah, I, I mean, I the thing is, really... Boston had offense, bro. They put up thirty six shots. They yeah, just, no, like they, it's and we're this is gonna be the theme. And then it's if you listen to literally any Bruins podcast, you're probably really tired of hearing the word power play. Mm. Uh, it's inescapable. I, we're sorry because the power play blows like it's bad and it's so weird because it's just the entry, but like without the entry, you can't do anything, right? And Once it's they get set so, up, they don't look half bad. No, they don't. And the second unit's way better than the first. Um, I think they're better. I don't even. I, I can't. I'm not even going to pretend I know why. They just are. You just watch it. You're like, yep, they're doing a better job. Uh, and it, it's really easy. It's so easy that I'm actually about to do it uh, to say that. Well, when Felino and Hall come back, it'll be different. And I You're justify that. I justify by saying Hall on the top unit. He's one, like I've said it before. He's one of the best motors on this team. He's very good at entries. 
Mm-hmm. And then if you want, if you wanted to carry it straight in, and if you want to dump and chase, Felino's your guy. So I think, and he was a second unit power play. Mm-hmm. So I think they're quietly part of the reason they're not doing so well on the power play. I think even power play aside, just because it's been it's been touched so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, first first of all, I think it was super prevalent in this game. I think it's worth bringing up because there were five penalties each way. Yes. So there was there was a lot of time spent on the power play that just was frustrating. But every every offensive rush in this game, every offensive opportunity was frustrating because they just had an inability to finish throughout this whole thing. Yes. And yeah. they were getting their fair share of chances. And some of that is luck because when you when you have a team that's this offensive, like you're gonna get a lot of chances, and naturally some are just gonna go in. And sometimes you have games like this where they just don't go your way. The bounces don't go your way. That one on the PK that was like batted out of the air on the line by the D man. That is like just as tough as it gets. That is like when, when you just have to understand that like the, the hockey gods are not on your side that night and that you're not going to get those bounces. Uh, but like I said, I mean, this team's so offensive. They're such an offensive team that deeply you, offended there. I'm, I'm calling my congressman over this team. I don't know. Is that what people? What do you? I don't know what you do when you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Who's to say? It's just. It, it's just not something I can get super concerned about because I just think that they they generate so many chances that naturally some should go your way. Like the the fact that they got thirty five shots in a row without getting one past fucking what's his name Saros, and I was gonna say yeah. that's a goalie I I don't mind losing to. Mm-hmm. It's like if oh you you put forty shots on Connor Hellebuck and you lost yeah that's gonna happen like pretty often <laughs> like he he does that yeah like as mm-hmm. we're kind of getting a taste of our own medicine it's like how many teams this season have lost because of Lena Solmark and because of and predominantly because of Lena or even Jeremy Swayman yeah. honestly not even I can't even pretend anymore that it's a big separation because they're right on top of each other right now. I mean, so Saros is tied for seventh in save percentage, so he's not he's not a not a nobody, but still, I mean, you put up thirty five shots from the best team in hockey, like you should expect to get something, and it's, it's just I, I don't know if it's it's worth really tearing him down for. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just it's just no. the way that the night went. It's just the way the the, the way, way the, the cookie crumbles cookie crumbles sure uh one thing from the carolina game i want to bring up is Lacow going really awkwardly into the boards that looked bad and then he came and then they were like oh it was upper body what do you mean do where his legs twisting behind his spine yeah is that, right that was his like, upper body were you looking at him upside down like and then he missed the next game and then played and we're obviously going to get to the, the blue jackets game and emphatically was a part of the Columbus game. Um and then did you also see Mike Riley that night too? Uh that one was a lot scarier. That is very scary. So for those who didn't see Mike Riley just got into a uh, kind of an awkward collision behind the net like going at decent speed and fell sideways into to the end boards and just immediately unconscious. Like fencing response a little bit like hands mm-hmm. out out cold they said he was fine he was alert in stable condition was walking around afterwards but like in the moment like you have no idea how serious that is like oh yeah whenever you see a guy totally limp you can tell right away even from the wide camera you can tell because nobody i mean it's it's so apparent 
when a guy, yeah. like you said, like the fencing with their hands up and like their legs are just still like, oh, that's awful. Yeah, really, really scary stuff. I was pretty shocked by them saying he was walking around. Yeah, I mean, and then back to Lauko, I felt the same way. I'm like, that could have been life-changing. Like, that looked like it was that mm-hmm. thing where your leg bends the wrong way and you, like, tear your MCL. Mm-hmm. Like, that thing where every commentator's response is, ooh, like that, like, deep, like, involuntary like ah like oh god no like legs like you don't see it and you way. can yeah like, yeah, if you oh, see it and like, you can feel it kind of thing yeah exactly your brain is telling you what that probably feels like and even yeah. that is obviously not a real representation um that was the only thing that i wanted to double back in carolina but yeah but again for the national game i in my head national just always has good goaltending because they kind of do mostly because of pecorine when i came in it was just like one of the best that was like mm-hmm. when finnish goaltending dominated the league you had like Anti Niemi, Pekarene, Tukarask, and uh, oh, just I always forget the fourth one. I'm very sorry. I'll come back to you. Um, Anti Ranta, Anti Ranta. Thank you. I don't know. If um, that, I don't know if that's who you were looking for, but it's one. of It them. might not be. I just wanted to agree with you. So if I'm wrong, I even done. I don't think he's good enough. To I think really he's a defenseman. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like the <laughs> finished name like, I thought of. I was just poised to agree with you, which is not a good. Place oh, he's a goalie. To be in sure he is he is finnish he is a finnish um, goalie why did that come out of my head holy cow i was that's deeply impressive um this <laughs> game uh, people came up to me and they were they, they say to me rob uh why did they lose and i said because they didn't score as many goals uh but no uh this was kind of like where i'm gonna like brush it off and be like this was like game what 74 like 73 74 mm-hmm you got a lot of guys or a handful of guys out of the lineup. Like you're about to win the president's trophy. It kind of just doesn't matter. Like, and even all the commentary from the guys after the game, they're like, we weren't respectful of this game enough. Like they kind of were just like, (laughs) like no one came out and they're like, we didn't want to try, but like, they were kind of like, yeah, we just didn't really put in the real effort to win this game. Like, yeah, we noticed. Uh, which I didn't like. It, it's it's a it's frustrating because you only get to watch a Bruins game every so often. Although lately it's pretty often. So seeing them lose just sucks. But mm-hmm. like stepping away from that, it's like yeah, like it's fine. Like they're all right. This is they're not. It, they're pretty fucking far from a do or die situation right now, as yeah. far as anybody in history. Uh, so it didn't really bother me. And then I I will say, and now to transition into the Columbus game, I was like, there's no way they don't win this game, which I was right. Uh, but I did very much believe they were going to come out guns blazing. One quick thing. Yes. Before we get into like the meat and potatoes of the, of the yeah. blue jackets game. Yes. I want to talk about that morning of the blue jackets game. Ooh, what about it? Oh, breakfast, 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 breakfast. Oh my God. Game that day breakfast. A- <laughs> if they lost that game. Ooh, if they lost that game. Oof. Or is this the net? Was that the national game? I think that was the Columbus game. Ooh, was it? Ruins breakfast. That's all I need to type. I know that's all I need to type. Ruins breakfast. Ah, that was <laughs> that was the national game. It was? It was. Yeah. Oh, woof. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, if they lost after doing that, and I'm like, oh, well, they did. And like, they're all fucking hungover. Like, uh, obviously, we're referring to uh, the Boston Bruins having some good old fashioned kegs and eggs. Uh, the team was out at what appeared to be a Denny's. 
Uh, honest to God, this is the mo- This could be any diner in the world. This could be any restaurant in the world. Yeah. All the, yeah. the, the, it looks the like classic. a small mom and pop thing for some. It has reason. the jellies and jams on the condiments on the tables. It has like the classic old Coca Cola plastic glasses. And just going through the photo real quick, I stand by what I tweeted. Frederick one hundred percent got ID'd and was the only one who got ID'd. Oh, that, maybe, yeah, that, that, maybe Coil, maybe Coil. Um, Forbert just—it's it, a running joke that he just looks miserable to be on the Bruins team. <laughs> to just like he's like he's so upset he has to be a hockey player. Bergeron it just, just like got thrust upon him. Yeah, he's like, God damn it. It's how I feel about my job. It's like, oh my God. Uh, Bergeron in the back just cheesing so hard. I do have the photo up right now. Uh, No. You should, because I wanted to get your reaction to it. And then Nick just staring off into the distance with a smile on his face. The I left the oven on smile. (laughs) At the moment, that is is for sure going to be uh, taken and used. The, my favorite response to the photo was somebody posting the photo of Tyler Sagan in the press box and the, with the caption being like, yeah. scratched because he missed team breakfast. <laughs> and then Pete saying the face when you miss breakfast and beers. And it's just Nick Foligno's face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I did immediately zoom in. I'm like, what are they all eating? And Nick is going for it. He's got the bacon, eggs, hash browns, a Bud Heavy. Oh, At first, Bud I only noticed his at beer. Breakfast. I only noticed his beer. If he had and then I started, been the only one, <laughs> it, it was so much funnier at first. I was like, he's just like, yeah, no, I'm I'm not playing tonight. Like, what do I care? Like, I like I like to imagine that's how it went. That he's like, I'm I'm not playing. I'll get one. And Freddie's like, fuck it, just leading I the will charge. I'll get one. From what I can tell, it's it's Frederick Foligno, uh, Greer or Forbert, and then Grizzlick are drinking beers. I love it. I don't know. It's just yeah. great. I, I I thought that was that was very pick. fun. Uh, I also love that Freddie's breakfast is chocolate chip pancakes. I was gonna say that's either uh that's either chocolate chip pancakes or that's a really strange looking sandwich. He he's. I think it's banana <laughs> chocolate chip what, pancakes. Somebody left a comment about Frederick's fight, talking about Frederick, and he's like, he has the face of a twelve year old and the strength of a twelve year old lowland gorilla. He looks like a child. He just does. Yeah. He looks like he is uh, maybe 17. Like that uh that tweet that you threw out about him getting ID'd was was very good, Rob. Thank you. It's a very good tweet, Rob. It wasn't even a joke. I was like, I in my heart believe that Frederick got ID'd. Coming from someone who has intentionally ID'd a Boston Bruin. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? Was that Bjork? It was Bjork, yes. And it was just so I could make a comment and be like, oh, I'm a fan. I should know. Ha, ha, ha. His parents love that. Again, going to take the opportunity. Nicest was, people. I was, was going to say, people. there's like a lot of, there's a lot of moments where you like, or, or a lot of time there to like think of a line before you say it in yeah. that situation. Yeah. Uh, but that was good. You still All stand right. by the line that you had? The I'm a fan. I should know. Yeah. Yeah, I got the ball rolling. It was fine. Because yeah. for for me, I would walk away and I would certainly do like the Costanza, what I should have said was, no matter what I said. <laughs> well, that's you. I'm yeah. perfect. 
No, by you, the way. you you stand firm in what you <laughs> No. <laughs> it's I'm perfect. No. <laughs> no, I no, I wouldn't be a that. great friend, Joe. Hey, anytime. Uh, hey, so the 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 meat and potatoes here, Columbus Blue Jackets. Let's talk about did, it. What did you think going into this game? Like, did you have any expectations for the Bruins, like for the outcome? Um, yeah, they should they should have won the game. But okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Good. I mean, good there's talk. that. I I expected them to win the game. I expected it to be more emphatic. Yeah, I did. Um, too. I didn't expect it to be as physical. Mm. I uh, didn't expect 50 penalty minutes out of the game. Nor did I. No. Uh, uh, they, they've they put up four each other time that they've played them. So this was a team that, like like you said, they needed to get the ball rolling against or probably was going to get the ball rolling for them, but I figured it was going to be because they clicked again offensively, not because you know, some physical, some questionable physicality led them to you know band together and all that. Yeah, I as it was happening, my like you can call it hindsight, I guess. You're like, why is this happening? You're like, well, you have this like team that is as far out of contention as possible with Columbus mm-hmm. going against the, the Bruins. And it's like they got nothing to lose. Like they they're gonna fucking throw whatever they want to throw. And that is what they did. Reckless is probably how I would describe the Columbus Blue Jackets this game. They had no my rec. first. My first note is the Bergeron hit. That's which, the let's first get note to, you got. My first note, because that probably got the most. That is probably the most talked about part of this game was the the Bergeron hit. And I'm, I'm referring to Lane yeah. Peterson high sticking Patrice Bergeron originally called a major penalty under review and reduced to a two minute minor. And double minor, it, double minor. Yes, thank you, thank you, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Correct call. Was it a double? It was a double. Okay, Drew uh, blood. I thought I saw somebody complaining that it wasn't called that, but that's what I get for trusting something I read on Twitter. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. No, that wasn't. That was a single two-minute penalty. It was, was it really what was the, what the, was the double, double minor was on Marshand. The high stick when someone cross checked Marshand in the head. That was oh, okay. Minor. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. You're, You're right, you Twitter. Are right. I'm sorry. You'll never be wrong again. Uh yeah, again, correct call. Not a major penalty. A lot of people, Bruins fans, non-Bruins fans, were very upset and being like, How is that not a major penalty? That's a suspension. It's not. It's just no. not. Look at the clip I posted. Slow down, zoomed in. It's not great. It's a little negligent. Peterson's stick was going about chest high on Bergeron, and his stick caught Bergeron's glove, and with Bergeron's stick in his glove, drove his own stick into his face, into his ear. Yeah, That is where the contact came from. It's basically the same thing that happened when Taylor Hall hit Nathan McKinnon, and his shoulder drove McKinnon's own stick into his face. And I remember then all Bruins fans were like, I can't believe Colorado fans are so up in arms. He didn't do it. It was his own stick, which is still right. This is the same thing. It's not great. Look, do you understand how sure I have to be about this? This is Patrice Bergeron getting hit in the face with a stick. This is the the thing I take the, the heaviest. I would not dare say this so confidently if I weren't this confident. You wouldn't take this lightly. 
I wouldn't. I would not. I, I would in no way defend Lane Peterson or anybody who did this unless I was really sure. And like, you wouldn't defend your mother for hurting. I fucking wouldn't. I not even a chance. I would emancipate no. myself at the age of 27. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I like to rack these up because there's a scoreboard in my mind of times I can point to when I was unbiased and times I'm able to take the other team's side so that come the playoffs, when I want every call, I can bring up screenshots of these tweets and I can say, hey, look, I wasn't biased this time. And I'm going to I'm going to load up on those this year. And this year, I'm actually going to use them because before it was like a little mental score bug in my head. I'm like, oh, I can say this because, see, the people know that I'm not biased. Now I'm just going to I'm just going to keep these in my back pocket and use them like ammunition, which is what you should do when you're doing the right thing. When you know that you're doing the right thing and you're being unbiased, keep it in your back pocket. Use that as ammunition against other people. That's why you should be a good person is to hold it against people in the future. Yes. That's what I'm saying here. That's what I do. Uh, How did you feel about it being fight worthy? I think that's right. Yeah. And that reminded me of Corey Perry kneeing John Tavares, which at the time I was like, this is dumb. He shouldn't have to fight for that. But mm-hmm. like I, it settled and I'm like, no, it's like it's almost like, look, it's the law of the universe. It's above all of us. It doesn't matter what happened. It's not you did decision. something. Our captain went down. He's bleeding. He got five stitches in his ear. We get, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. Did you see the stitches? Uh, no, I just saw that. I saw him bleeding from his ear afterwards. Dude, like it's like the- it's not where you think it was. It's like worse than than where you're imagining. It's like the bottom of your ear, like the very very bottom of your ear canal, straight down, mm-hmm. like through like Yikes. the cartilage of your of the bottom of your ear canal. A lot of ear just, injuries. Just brutal. I feel like every injury Bergeron gets is like the first time I've ever heard of it. It's always like particularly painful things, like punctured lungs. And yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, like that happened to you? How are you like, standing? Like just the nicest man in the world. And I feel like every year he has to get in front of a mic and be like, Yeah, both of my testicles exploded. <laughs> yeah, but but I played for the boys. So did he it's like John Carlson earlier this year. He had to have his ear reattached. Fuck off. Uh, he got hit in the ear with a slap shot and part of his ear came off terrible sentence and i'm sorry i had to say it and i'm sorry you had to hear it but it's out there and now we unfortunately it's what happened it's just the reality folks um but yeah no i the fight is fine uh and my goodness what a fight not a long one didn't need to be a long one this is where trent frederick went boop right on the button right on Mm -hmm. the go to sleep button (laughs) wasn't even as hard as punch didn't need to be that was freddie throws a lot harder than that punch Dude, Perfect. J- Jack really, really loved that fight. And then after the game, really, really loved a line that he was going to. You ever see him like laughing before he finishes a sentence? Because you he knows there's a joke coming. Yes. Sometimes laughing just is the sentence. Yeah. He he said after the game, he was like, David Posternock delivered a metaphorical knockout punch. 
tonight. <laughs> like, where could was... this be going? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was, and, and Brick kind of nodded and started laughing. And it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the literal oh, one, the literal okay, one, the literal right. one. Yeah. And then, yeah, he eventually got there. But Trent Frederick delivered give you a hand. the literal knockout punch. Ugh. And Brick, of... Brick's actual response was, you like that one. <laughs> oh no <laughs> that has like i love that for you energy like oh, you're like oh so I, I just won't say that next time i guess <laughs> um, Dude, sorry sorry you go i was just gonna say like the for fighting i also loved that we had uncle nick calling partially calling the lauco fight yes I love when I love that they put their injured guys just in with Jack and Brick because they're like right there, anyways. Like the Nesson broadcast booth is like basically next to where they would be, anyways. So they just walk 10 feet over, like, hey, what's that. up? Yeah. Um, and he's just like, and he's like, oh, I love that kid. I'm like, pure hockey player. He's like, get him, nephew. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he's embracing the uncle role. I'm like, Dude, so uh, I don't know if you saw this, but after the after the game where they were interviewing Freddie, that's funny you say that the the kid thing because Freddie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. saw this, yeah. yeah so Freddie, Freddie was, uh, you know, in the media scrum. Which first of all, let me just say this: this is just me yelling at the clouds a little bit. Drop the PR training for these guys. Look at the team's TikTok. Like, look at what our good friend Elaine gets these guys to do and how She's much so fun good they have job. doing it. She's so good at her job. So, I, I see other fans being like, why can't my team be like this? Yes. The she Leprechaun video? Was so good. It blew Beautiful. up as it should have. Beautiful. And Freddie, after this fight, because he has that crazy PR training, he like he says basically like, yeah, sometimes it goes that way. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, feels good to be on this side of it, obviously. Uh, you know, it makes the game great. Uh, just happy we were able to to get the W. Like, stop making these guys boring because they're not boring. Yeah, like, why doesn't the NHL have any personality? It's because you're training it out of them. You know what he should have said? Dude, touch my captain, so I knocked him the fuck out. Like, like, kick. And then he was asked, like, he was loosening up as he went along, which, like, props to the media guys for, like, kind of, you know, pulling that out of him. Depends on who's talking. You can tell. Right. I can tell when when they're like giving like as soft as answers as they can. And when they're just talking to the guy, cause it's or girl, it, it is without a doubt. I, ho- I hope there is no pushback on this out there. I don't know who would, but it is a fact that these athletes have a scorecard in their head of all those media guys. So like if somebody they don't like asks them a question, they are going to answer it differently than somebody they like. Like they they don't want to give a good quote to somebody who has you know written something bad about them. Been in the locker room twice before, or has been in the locker room only (laughs) twice. Like they're not going to do that. Like so that's that they are going to give some more boring answers because you know especially if you've like done something wrong there if you have like a little beef with them, they're for sure going to be like, no, I'm not. I'm not engaging with them. I'm not giving you You a good quote. We've seen guys in the past in in years past, not on the bees, but. Other guys I, across I, the league. I got a great example of that, honestly. Yeah. It was the time Matthews was trying to skate around the net and he just mm-hmm. went face first into it. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, Yeah, like, what well, were you just like focused on this? What was going on? And Matthews, like, as dry as the Sahara, was like, Oh, yeah, no, just thought it would be a 
you know, good idea to dry my face into the post? That's a good question. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, it those, hurt my chest. Like, those <laughs> like, are I so was like, oh, God. Good. Like, I wouldn't sleep for the rest of the month if Austin Matthews gave me that much <laughs> Those are so good. There are, And there are guys who, I think it was the beginning of last year. I don't remember who. I think it was somebody on the Lightning just was like, like, heard the end of a question, was like, hey, Mark, uh, I'm not going to answer your question because I read some of your pieces this summer, and uh, I don't really want to talk to you. So next question. Like it's, it's so Fair. awesome. Like, yeah, like yeah, they, they, they hold them accountable for that. Uh, really quick, Red Sox side note here because it's hard for me to not. Heim Bloom, the essentially mm-hmm. the GM of the Red Sox, that has this great move because he's very PR friendly. So he'll never say, you know, hey, oh yeah, great question, moron. But he <laughs> wants to. His move, it's very subtle. He'll ask you to repeat it, and then he'll say like, um, "What do you mean by that?" Like he'll he'll just he'll just like keep asking you. He'll flip he'll it like, on you. Do you hear it? Do you hear what you're asking yeah, me right exactly now? Exactly like, what it is. He'll flip it. Like there was somebody earlier this year who was asking a question about just like is a player cut out to be the face of the franchise? And he's like, I'm sorry. Could you say that one more time? And said it. And then he's like, Okay, I'm just curious what you what you, what you mean. Okay, so do you mean it like this or like that? Basically, just say yeah. Repeat yourself five times so everybody hears you. So you hear you. I love that. So. That's part right. of it, part of it is that that Freddie is like, you know, I don't know his relationships with these guys and whatever, but part of it is the media training to stop doing that to these guys. Let them be themselves. Because once yeah. he finally does loosen up, at the end of that, he was asked like who the best fighter on the team is, and he says it's Fliggy, and then calls him a tough kid, and then immediately says not a kid, tough adult. Yeah, he has that, like, oh wait, like his like whole head recoils. He's like, no, 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 no wait. <laughs> he's not a kid. He's a tough adult. I wanted him to be like maybe me, <laughs> like which like honestly probably he's up there like yeah Freddie Greer. I mean Flino's just like older. have we seen Hathaway fight? Yeah, I fought Patrick Maroon. We didn't talk about oh my god. We didn't talk about Garnet Hathaway fighting Patrick Maroon at the opening face off. Oh my god, how did we oh, forget this? Backtrack back. We go back. And honestly, Hathaway is one of my notes. I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm gonna probably say it every episode fucking love garnet hathaway so much he's fucking awesome he has got and bertuzzi are just fucking brutal unbelievable i i i think in my heart hathaway is the best fourth liner in the league that what that to me what a fourth liner Mm -hmm. is like Mm -hmm. the i i'm gonna be physical i'm gonna be energetic i'm gonna have an active stick active body in your face i will fight you in a moment's notice i can score don't don't think i can i have a pretty good shot he's so good he's so good and then you got to put it and you're putting him with in my opinion the best fourth line center in the league with thomas nosek oh my god Mm -hmm. i talked about this at work all the time it's like we've talked about it too Immediately when he got here, we were like, this guy's got to stick around. Like, oh, it took yeah. like two games to be like, oh, I hope we're like extending this guy, right? Desperately wish they're extending Hathaway. And we talked about this before, but like, you look at the Bruins' third line, which is a passable first line and mm-hmm. a tremendous second line. And then you look at the fourth line and you're like, that's got to be the best fourth line in the league. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the league as well as I wish I did. I am starting to watch more non-Bruins hockey. The Kings are a very fun team to watch, by the way. Um, they sure are. That they are. They move the puck so well. It's unbelievable. Um, and the Oilers are the best skaters I've ever seen. 
but I, I I have to imagine that Hathaway and Nosek are like top five, top ten, fourth liners in the league. Unbelievable! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, I, I've I think made they're both top five fourth liners. I've made a several clips of Hathaway knocking people on their ass, and he mm-hmm. just like it's not even nudging them down. He bodies people like they mm-hmm. like they're off their skates. Like it's so good. He throws his weight like crazy. Also, dude, that that maroon fight. Yes, uh, the halfway maroon fight. Yeah, yeah. Back to yeah. back to that real quick. There's like a thirty pound difference between them. Yeah, it surprised me they were both six three. Yeah, and yeah. I will even say maroon won the fight because he he just got more punches out. Hathaway had like w- at least one really good right, like straight right that like the mm-hmm. camera kind of like you can't really see if it connected, but it would look good. It looked really good. And it was just so good because you knew how much Hathaway had been trying to fight anybody since he came to Boston. Mm-hmm. And for him to get to his first fight as a Bruin to be at the basically off the opening face off against Patrick Maroon with all of the history between Boston and Maroon. And by Boston, I mean Jack Edwards and Maroon this season. It was yeah. perfect. I, I was losing. Talking it. About, I was so wait, happy. you're talking about Fat Pat? Uh, uh, Pizza Pat. Big, big Pizza Pat. You're talking about big fat fatty Pat Maroon. <laughs> Jack Edwards yeah. has been fined and never five thousand. <laughs> like, um, donation, but I, made I, yeah, in um, my name, dude. But he, in the in, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You, you go ahead. I was gonna say in half in the Predators game, Hathaway knocked Mark Jankowski on his ass. Like he like really like launched him in the air, and then later in the game. Like it was right towards the end. It was uh, Martin Jankowski had a breakaway and Clifton backjacked and then just fucking crushed him into the boards. Yeah, like, so hard. Lot just of, taking lot turns. It's a lot of active thirsty people on Twitter for Connor Clifton. I'm I'm learning. Also, is there didn't know didn't know that was a thing. Just didn't know it. Connor now Clifton. I, Connor Clifton of all folks on this team. Of all the dudes. Not to not to knock Connor Clifton. Not knocking. Nothing Connor wrong Clifton. with him. I don't know. He's a, a he's a entertaining guy. I like Cliffy. Listen, a lot. Rob. I, love, I, I think he, I think you're a handsome guy, Rob. Thank I also you. think if you were in One Direction and you were the heartthrob, I'd be like, Rob. I I more than anybody would be questioning it. <laughs> oh, you know, no, no, no. Again, we're 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 skipping. We we have too much stuff to cover. Giant Olmark followed quickly by oh Night Hockey. Giant yeah. Olmark. That's the key to the power play is make Olmark 70 feet tall. <laughs> like, like, what are you gonna do with him in front I of your I thought goalie? it <laughs> was intentional at first. I thought <laughs> that would be incredible. So <laughs> SNY did it for the Mets game this past year when like their closer came in, they would like you know, like fade the images over each other. Of like yep. a wide shot and then like a close up of his face while he's jogging in. Would that be and... on Nesson also? Hmm? Was that on Nesson? No, no, no. This is a SNY. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. This is the I Mets broadcast. I was kind of paying attention. Uh, and so I thought, I was like, ooh, are they implementing some of that stuff? That's cool. Just really and, poorly. <laughs> and then in the corner, I could see like there was the little box of Omark also going to the bench. And I was like, this is not on purpose. And then it stayed around for a couple seconds. And I was like, this is really not on purpose. This ain't it. And then, uh, dude, that dropout. I mean, that was that was ugly. And here's the thing. I get it because there's a lot of things that have to go right 
for a broadcast to just go smoothly. And I don't blame the people who work at Nesson. I blame how much money is put into Nesson or isn't put into Nesson. And I blame the, the controls that they are taught to work with the, the, the time, the time that these people are putting in during the overlaps at the beginning and ends of the season, when Nesson is covering the Red Sox and the Bruins, the cameramen, like they don't have double the amount of cameramen for those times. They are just working double. So like, you know, uh, to, to meet up with, I know the Nesson camera guys well. And when I see him and say like, oh, how you been? Oh my God, Joe, we get it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm very, very, very important here that I know some camera guys. And uh, they're like, oh yeah, it's good. You know, I got this today and then I'm at the garden tomorrow. And then we travel to Winnipeg. And then uh, I think we, we, I stop in Ottawa. I fly back solo so I can be here at Fenway for three days. Then I'm at the garden. It's like, they work them like crazy. And that's too and much. What, you know what? No one's ever said. What? I love working at Nesson. It is so much fun. It's not a sentence that has been said in nature. Or before. B, hey, but they pay really well. No <laughs> one's ever said either of those things. So that's what my problem is that you're overworking people who don't feel appreciated, who don't like what they do, who aren't working with equipment that's put, uh, you know, it, to the high end stuff or maintained well, at least. And then you're you're uh, putting putting a lot in their hands to make sure everything goes right. So I do not blame them that like these technical difficulties happen, but it does reflect on the brand as a whole that like they look like a regional broadcast. They look a lot like a regional broadcast. It other than the logo, updating the logo, it really feels like 1997 sometimes watching Nesson. Joe, they're only charging three hundred and sixty dollars a year for Nesson 360. So how could they possibly that, afford it? They only have one of, if really not the biggest sports markets in the world, probably country. Country, yeah, fair. You know, fair. that's the craziest part to me is like not only is Nesson like bottom of the barrel in terms of an organization. I'm not no, not an individual thing. Like the individuals mm-hmm. within Nesson are fine. You're in. This is. Boston, you're covering New England. How are you not the best? How are you possibly not the most well-funded, well-sourced, well-equipped broadcast in the country? Probably the second biggest hockey market, maybe third, but but like probably second because Minnesota can't very really big. care about the wild because they're not. Hmm? I said just very big, like Minnesota. It, it's it's big, but it's also league. like it's it's the wild you know what i mean it's not like yeah. i don't know they're just they just don't not have like a long enough they don't have they don't have a long enough history or they don't have enough success to really pull in people like they should sure. um so it's really like behind toronto that for the biggest hockey market and then baseball it's like i've heard many national people say that like boston's the only true or boston and cincinnati are the only true baseball towns like you could argue that like the Sox for a long time were king. So like like you said, to have the two two of the biggest markets in their respective sports and just fumble it like this, it is a hundred and twenty dollars a year for NHL TV. Air and center ice, whatever the fucking yeah. premium. Which gets you is. all of the games that aren't in your market. 
Mm-hmm. That is, is 31 a- teams of hockey for $120. Mm-hmm. It is $120 for MLB TV. <laughs> it is $30 a month so I can watch the Bruins and the Red Sox and Charlie goddamn Moore out fucking doors. That's is a that laundering a joke? Scheme. That's a laundering scheme. Name one person you've met in your life who sits down and watches Charlie Moore outdoors. No one. No one. It's not a real show. I, I don't even think anything, it's a show. I've never seen it on TV. I've only ever seen commercials. I'm not convinced they air I it. Watched, I'm I not watched sure anybody would notice. I watched one episode one time. Was it the one with Tuca? It was the one with Tuca. <laughs> the fact that I know which one you <laughs> the watched. Only one. <laughs> it's the only one. Like He's a little out they there. They made one proof of concept episode 10 years into the show's airing. I think I told you this, that he hand delivers the episodes on DVDs to Nesson, like to the desk. Did I tell you, you this? Tell me, he's a not, he's a bad guy too, right? Like, isn't he like not um, a great guy? I could be wrong. This might be slander. Got, allegedly, an allegedly an asshole. an asshole. He allegedly one time got pulled over and uh, for allegedly drunk driving. Yes, yes the story. <laughs> and, and he pulled a "Don't you know who I am?" I would arrest him even harder the moment I realized who he was. I'd be Can like, you "You're going to super jail." Like being Charlie Moore and being like, "Don't you know who I am?" you're the most less beloved regional celebrity (laughs) dude i i would sooner hang out with the guys from recycled percussion than i would hey that's not very new hampshire of you i said it i said it they got the same fucking haircut it has they came to my middle school (sighs) and and i as an 11 year old was like what what is this like why are a bunch of half clothed men playing on garbage cans in my private middle school what's it's happening like, oh if blue man group was worse and looked like Creed. <laughs> what if they what if blue man group didn't have funding <laughs> oh my god i was i, I like knew, how this I knew has a... somehow become shitting on recycled percussion dude did i ever That's, tell you that we're adding that into the rotation of stuff we have to talk about every episode i knew a few people <laughs> I... that really like followed them like literally followed them That's like great, would go dude. to all i can't talk i this is the most effort and thought i've put towards recycled percussion since 2008 i would like to i hope that most listeners don't know what we're talking about i really hope i hope that <laughs> just on the off chance just on the off chance they do this is a mean thing but i but it's true so i'm kind of outing myself it. here but it's something i did once I used to get such a kick when I was drinking of like going and, and DMing um, people from high school or um, like bands and like other like Facebook like group pages. And uh, I DM'd Recycled Percussion once and I said something mean. I don't I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like um, it, it was something like, hey, man, hey, guys, like huge fan. And then turned the corner and shit on him and was like, you know, <laughs> does, it, does it, hey, does it ever get tiring pretending like you have talent or whatever, right? It was it's like, like a between mean. two ferns interview. Like, <laughs> huge fan. How does it feel but to they're perform? They're not with, in on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to perform with real musicians sometimes? And um, I didn't, I got read, but they didn't reply, right? And then the fucked up thing is like four years later. I'm drinking and whatever. I'm doing the same thing. It was like me and my buddy Jackson used to do this all the time. And I, I saw the message that I had sent to them years prior. And I followed up and I was like, hey, guys, I just wanted to, you know, apologize for saying this because, uh, you know, I was in a bad place when I sent this. So 
I'm fighting just, some demons. I just wanted to. I just wanted to apologize. Replied right away. I appreciate that. And then hit him with the ha ha. Just kidding, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the long go. So fucked up and so not funny. Like I'm doing do that now. to Mike Milbury. There's no way I'm time, not. That's so my life funny. mission is to do that to Mike Milbury. But that pre- that's predicated <laughs> upon him knowing how to use the cell phone. So I don't think it's ever going to work. Should we talk about Mike Milbury too? Mike Milbury said the word "come" and I can't stop thinking about it. And like, it's the first thing it, like, I think of when I wake too. up. Okay, the context here. Oh my god. Which is deeply important. Mike Wilbury didn't just go on the air and say, come, come, and walk away. <laughs> he was telling a story of back when in his playing days where he, he got in a fight with somebody, busted them up pretty good, went to the box, came back to the bench. And then Bruins head coach Don Cherry was like seemingly upset with Milbury. And Milbury was like, What? And he was like, You made me come in my nice new brown suit. And so, so Don, so, 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 so <laughs> Don Cherry looks at Mike Milbury and says, you assaulted a man and it made me ejaculate in my pants. And yep. we got guys not wearing pride jerseys. Come on. Like, like Come on. It's, that is the least gay thing I've ever heard in the NHL is wearing a rainbow jersey. Like, come on, oh, like man. grow up, grow up. Like. I, I can't talk about it anymore. It. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to expand on. Mike Moore said the word come, and I'm upset about it. Like <laughs> The way he talks about it, too, is like, oh, I have a funny little story about Don. One time uh, he said <laughs> I made him come in his pants. It doesn't expand like, on Oh, it. ha ha. Like, he doesn't have the delivery to make it like a good story. <laughs> feels it's like a word like, he shouldn't know about. Like... It's it like hearing your like grandfather say sus. I'm like, oh, no, don't say that. Like, yeah. It's like when I saw my grandfather hit a jewel. I just went. I went home. I was like, I, I. That's the end of my day. Like, it's gonna yeah. All right, that's right fine. We, we, we tried to record an episode before, and we started off talking about Mike Milford. <laughs> and I told myself, I, I won't. I can't bring it up. I can't bring it. I need it to just get buried. But it, it just it, naturally it, came up. It, it always does. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have. So Speaking of more, talking, so many more notes. <laughs> I know, one. I know. We're not we're good. This is what's not a long episode. We haven't had one in a while. We're yeah, good. Who like, cares? Oh my god! <laughs> so Columbus, say, uh, well, where oh, were we? I, I actually, right. um, my... oh, Nesson, Nesson charging thirty dollars a month. Oh, that's bananas! So that you I... can also watch some fucking behind the scenes with I. I recently had. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Never mind. Not necessary. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> okay. But the 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 shit. It's not worth it, Nesson. It's not fucking worth it. It's not. You. I Figure have to reload the website a dozen times every the app game. Never keeps you logged in. Oh, I can't even use the app. The app and every sucks. time I reload it, when it's playing the Nesson logo, if you click on the screen at any point, it freezes the website, and then you mm-hmm. have to reload it again. Hmm. It's just and bad. sometimes when I go on on desktop, it'll be like, oh, you're outside the coverage region. Yeah. I, and I have to just sit there and reload, reload, new window, reload. Joe, I swear to God, I just gave myself a heart attack because I forgot I made my background photo Thomas Nosek. So I looked up and I just saw someone standing <laughs> behind me and I just genuinely jumped. <laughs> I need you to make a promo. We'll cut a promo. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cut a promo. <laughs> Oh, God damn! I thought there was just a man standing. Ooh. 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 
All right. Nesson. One more thing about Nesson here. Oh, my <laughs> God. Two things. You're, okay. you're still on the ropes, Nesson. Sorry. A <laughs> couple more things about Nesson. Um, I think it was during the Preds game Ooh. in the second intermission. I was texting you about it, but you didn't seem to know what I was talking about. So I'm assuming you weren't watching the intermission show, which for some reason has me glued recently. I'm like really into That's the intermission weird. shows. You're such a broadcast guy. I just love I love finding little things to to care about. about. No. Oh, the opposite. And, yeah, no, I, I care about these ones. Sophia was given some stats and it had the stats on the screen. So it was like just her voice, right? Like you couldn't see her. It was just, you know, she was like voicing it over. It was like while she's standing at the desk with Jaffe and uh, somebody else. And um, she's like fumbling a little bit, which, you know. Not like her? Not like her. And and it's it's kind of a lot. And she's just caught up. It almost feels like she's like looking for her notes, you know. And she goes, and uh, as you can see, they have uh, they have a one one seven Jesus. Sorry, geez. I mean, they have a one seventeen. <laughs> um, she oh, dropped Sophia. this really hard Jesus, and then had to like double back on that and correct that too. Um, and then when it cut back to to the desk, she's like, "Oh, so what do the what do the bees need to do here in the third to turn this around?" And Jaffe looks her dead in the eyes and is like giving her the big eyes and goes, they're going to have to be a lot smoother than that was. (laughs) (laughs) Billy's the best. I love Billy. Billy's so good at his job. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, kind of razzed her up a bit. But then like he did it after a minute of talking. Be like, I hope you know I'm joking with you. She's like, oh, Um, no. Even even more Billy, too. Yeah. Be like, you know, I'm joking, right? Like, does have to check in. I am just messing with you, but that's like Sophia and him seem like they have like a great, a great little relationship. So was that when you just texted me, Sophia? Yes. And I was like, I know. (laughs) And you were like, no, 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 wait, no, it's not like, I'm just ready. Like I'm ready to talk. (laughs) thought I was just, just thinking, you don't have to tell me like, (laughs) (laughs) no, it was that moment. And then the other thing, the other Nesson thing that I had was a little more serious. Uh, and we it's I'm not criticizing by saying this, but we went a while without talking about this. And I did just want to say it now and remind everybody or check in with people who maybe didn't hear it the first time around that. Yes, we know. We notice it, too. It's it's Jack. We know. And I think in these last couple of games, it's been a little more prevalent than it's been before. And there were some there were some pretty big examples that he was a little behind on a couple of these things. It sucks to say we love Jack. We've been huge Jack guys. I don't want to speculate and do the what's up thing with him. I'm not going to not going to do that. I don't think that that's appropriate to do, but I've gotten some tweets about it. And yes, we notice it. And I still think Jack is great. And I think 90% of the time he's still right with it. There's just some more examples recently where that's not the case. So thought it was worth addressing and bringing up. Yes, we notice it. Yes, we love Jack. And that was all I really had on it. I love Jack so love much. Jack. He just love Jack. Just I hope he's hockey so much. I hope he, I hope he sticks around here. I hope that everything's all right. Love Jack Agreed. very much. Um, now this game, here's the thing with this game, Rob. Yes, Joe. We talked about the Freddy fight. We did. Um, but I think that's all we talked about. <laughs> we in the lock. We briefly mentioned the lock. fight. I still have so many notes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got we got goals. We got to talk about it. We do not not many. We, but they're there. No. Um, do you want to talk about the goals or more of the cheap stuff? Um, lead the lead the cheap stuff. Leave it or lead. Lead it. 
lead it. Okay. Uh, so Marshan, also the recipient of a high cross check. This one was more pure of a cross check. They actually got their stick up. They actually hit him in the head. They drew blood more directly. This was the double minor. Not that it fucking matters for Boston to get the power play anyways. Like, it, they're so much better at five on five that, mm-hmm. like, they should just, like, defer it. Like, I recently watched the 2011 uh, championship DVD. And they even then, they were joking. They were like, the power play is terrible. To the point where, like, the writers were like, they should be able to decline the penalty and the other team makes a charitable donation to a Bruins charity of their choosing. And it's we're kind of back there, right? But yeah. back then they had an elite penalty kill. So people are like, the last time they had a great power play and not and uh, or a bad power play and a great penalty kill. I'm like, nope, that's every year. That is the Bruins every year. Um, it is outside of the norm when they have a very good power play consistently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Marshan getting getting hit up high. Um, that was the point in the game for me where I was like, Columbus needs to fucking cool it. I'm like, this is so intentional. Like you, it, you get yeah. one, like the Peterson one, what that's not, I can't quite include it. Cause I, even just through Peterson's body language, you can tell that's not at all what he intended. Like he was on like before Bergeron hit the ground, he was reaching for him and was apologizing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you have like three different examples of guys that you don't know, knocking down, your star players it's like get it together and like at a certain point it's rest it's like to fucking throw somebody out like otherwise like we're gonna lose guys like i mean you're talking about the number one ranked team in the league and the number 31 ranked team in the league so like this is this is not a battle for anything. No. This is like season long frustration coming out at the best team in hockey. But that's what it felt like to me anyway. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Just inconsequential. It was... It's like, hey, we're actually playing for something. So you mind not like hurting our stars. And then Carlo gets boarded too. And like, which is. Dude has so many concussions under his belt. And there were two years in a row or two out of three years where Carlo got concussed within the last five games of the season. Both of them were by the Capitals. I will never forget that. I mm-hmm. fucking hate the Capitals to this day. Um, Boone Jenner, Captain Boone Jenner. Yes. Um, oh, your mic is doing a thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Run, run that back after Boone Jenner, would you say? I was saying that Boone, so Captain Boone Jenner boards Brandon Carlo, and then Carlo handles it himself. Not, you know, the, the best fight. It was more like Carlo just keeping him pinned up against the boards. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, I mean, I don't know. That It was another example of like, holy shit, like, calm down. Like, it's like, what do you gain from knocking all these guys out? Like, like we get it. You're upset. You suck at hockey. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. That was kind of it for was the that, stuff, but it, there was that a was, lot. That, was that the third that was the third one. That was towards yeah. the end. Um, I don't have a timestamp on it, but my next clip was Pasternak winning the game, so I assume it was at the end. Yeah. Um, it was like mid-third. It was like mid midway through the third, I think. Yeah. Um, the goals. The goals. The goals. So the Columbus goal was pretty nice. Uh, yes. This, so this was... Uh, it was like the two-on-two. Two. 
Yeah, and it was a great backhand sauce pass. Like I, right, right across the crease. Wasn't even, yeah. wasn't even upset because I was like, that's just a good goal. Well, like, that's a I good was upset. Pass, like, like, dude, so I, I was upset and it's because Zaka was stuck on the back check and got back, hustled, and was skating his ass off, got back in there and made it a two-on-two. Uh, and Orlov was trailing, kind of coasting once they got into the zone. He's a little quiet lately. Not bad. That was a quiet. moment where I needed Orlov to get in the mix and give the bees numbers there. I, I I would like another one to two Orlov goals before the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would honestly, I would surrender some Orlov goals for some Orlov stay at home defense because that's what, kind of what I thought we were getting. Say that again. I would surrender some Orlov goals for some Orlov stay-at-home defense because that's kind of what I was expecting from him. Yeah, I think there's room for both. I mean, if you want to play, which one would you rather? Yes, I would prefer the defenseman to play defense. Jack Edwards would agree. Uh, is I'm there gonna... something? Is there something that you want to say about Jack and defenseman? Yes, there is. Uh, I'm sure those who have been listening closely. <laughs> have picked up on the not-so-subtle inclusion by Jack Edwards of talking about the importance of defense on teams and Norris winners contributing to the team's winning, to the the team's success, not their individual success. Right. He doesn't throw a name in there. No. But does he need to? Does Jack well, need to come out and say again? Eric Carlson may have a hundred points, but he's playing on the last place team, and he's not very good at defense, and he doesn't really contribute to them winning as many games as he should, even though he has a hundred points. I that's the thing for me. I don't care about team success. That's where I'll I'll go awry from Jack. Interesting. Like that, it's an individual award. You know, I've always felt that way about MVP awards and. And whatever, it's like it's an individual award. So, like, how you're not wrong. If you have Bobby Orr on today's Columbus Blue Jackets, how do you say, like, ah, you know, hey, the team sucks, though? It's like, well, it, but isn't the award just the best defenseman? Isn't that the thing? Yeah, best defenseman. The bet, I, I mean, we don't need to rehash the conversation. What I'm, again. What I'm saying is, I, I don't think no, Eric I Carlson should be the, the favorite for it either because he's the you know points leader among defensemen. That's not Correct. how you measure a good defenseman. No, it's not. The thing is, you have to have an eyeball test for that. Like, I understand there are advanced metrics for for defense, but it's it's harder, especially when you're talking about the people who are making these decisions and you know deciding. I get it. I get it. I, I would have a tough time voting. I don't really know how. You'd have to watch a lot of hockey. Yeah, so. that's the problem. I really don't. Um, but, but yeah. like when there's as many low lights of Eric Carlson's defense as there are, and they're jarring, you can't possibly be giving him the defenseman. The no, you can't. Um, the other regulation goal that stood, Tyler Bertuzzi. Very impressed with Bertuzzi. Loving Bertuzzi's play. I love Bertuzzi. Um, Mike, how many goals has he <laughs> wiped away? Like six? No. He's, he had so many goals that got wiped away, it became a joke that he had so many goals wiped away. 
and then he continued to have goals wiped away past the point where we were joking about it. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what's going on here? Like I put out that tweet of just like a, a secret society meeting. Like this is the NHL officials gathering to discuss the keeper Tuzi off the board initiative. I'm like, this is just wild. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, this example doesn't really quite work because it's like the ref just straight up didn't see the puck. It's annoying, whatever. It makes sense. I get it. I'm sure that will benefit us or has benefited us at some point this season. Uh, but the goal that did stand was great. This is the one that was on the power play. <laughs> How about that? One for five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, McAvoy did a it, great It wasn't job. a lot of his doing is the thing, though. Oh, Bertu- uh, yeah, beautiful Bertuzzi. goal, but not a bunch oh, no, of Bertuzzi's this, doing. This was all McAvoy and uh, Zaka. Z- I would say primarily Zaka. Well, I, McAvoy did a really good job like under pressure with very little space on the blue line, keeping the puck in the zone and keeping possession of it. Yeah, making a really good play to Zaka, who Zaka was like had a ton of ice and like zipped mm-hmm. up towards the net. Used every like, bit of it is the thing. Oh my god, did he used every bit of it? Created a little bit more, drew a guy away, and created more open space in the slot. Like he did everything that you could have asked for, other than score the goal himself. Naturally, put, put it on Bertuzzi's tape, and you and it's Zaka too. So and like he had so much ice and was on his forehand for most of it, and you got to respect that shot. Like yeah. again, incredible shot. It's a great point. And by the time somebody picks up Bertuzzi in the crease, it's too late. Like the puck is on the stick, it's in the net. Um, I'm I, this is the dumbest Twitter take. Oh, this, I'm, this is my own take, not a tweak. Oh, okay. my goodness, a take I saw on Twitter. This is what, how I'm going to refer to me having uh terrible takes that I'm self aware of. Blow up the first unit on the power play and just make it the third line. Like, like, honest to God, like, I or like, or even just throw Zaka on the, the first line. I don't care. Do do anything differently. Like, I know it's mental and it's going to take like one power play for them to snap out of it. But like, I'm just so tired of it. Like, I know it's dumb. Don't don't at me. I'm aware I'm wrong. It's just how I feel. I understand the. I understand yeah. those. Uh, like monkey like, brain oh my ideas God. yeah just, like, just oh, get you trade just everybody trade everybody yeah but that was basically it uh one thing going back to the lockout fight real quick the guy he fought his name is billy sweezy yeah i thought That's jack all time his name the first time he said it nope it's like did you mean don sweeney nope bill sweezy that is a great name that sounds like um, a nickname for William Shatner <laughs> or William Shakespeare. Yeah, Will. Sweezy. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call William Shakespeare Bill Sweezy from now on. Actually, I'm gonna call both. I'm of not them. gonna remember to do that, but that's a fun thing to say. Bill, Sweezy. I did love. Did you see his dad in the stands? No. Did you notice during the locker fight they were cutting to a Blue Jackets fan in the stands? Yeah. Because at first that was his dad. That that was Sweezy's oh, dad. Okay. He was just like, yeah, and that was his first fight, too, which reminded me a lot of Frederick's first fight, where his parents mm-hmm. were, like, losing it with excitement. Yeah. As was I. I was there. Um, What else is I going to say? Oh, I mentioned this before the show, and I'm excited to mm-hmm. talk about it. I asked you if you noticed Delorier last night. Yes. Of the Ottawa Senators. I didn't. Delorier did something I don't know if I've ever I've personally seen. It's absolutely happened in the league, but I've never seen it. Delorier okay. got in a fight, right? Gets in a fight. Head into the box. One of the other flyers was like, 
no, 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 not yet. On the way to the box after getting in a fight, he gets into another fight. He got charged with two fighting majors at the same time. What? How cool is that? The refs were right there. It wasn't like they didn't let him go, but they were throwing punches to the point where he got charged with another fighting major. Went to the box for 10 minutes. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Do they stack like, like that? They would have to, right? Have, yeah. Just stay in the box twice as hard. <laughs> I'm trying to look for it right now. That's a tough name to spell. That's what I'm doing now. Like jo- I think it's Josh Watson was the guy he fought. Yeah. No, nope, that's a football player. Something Johnson. Ugh. Just trying to find the senator's roster. Do they have a website? <laughs> I don't think they have the internet in Ottawa. Oh, okay. One thing at a time. They're doing their best over there. Joe Watson. He fought Joe. Nope. That's <laughs> swing and a miss, Rob. Like Delorier. Yes. Good luck with that one. Austin Watson is who we fought. Austin Watson. Austin Watson is on the senators. Correct. The clip is only really going to show Delorier that fight, but like. Yeah, again, Who's this Delorier is on what? Who? What team? He's he's on the Ottawa Senators. No, Austin Watson's on the Senators. No, Austin Watson's on the Flyers. Austin Watson is on the Ottawa Senators. Yes. <laughs> that's why I couldn't find Delorier on the Listeners, fucking. Listeners, it's not Rob. four a.m. right now. Like that's, this is not the. <laughs> I haven't even had oh, one man. full beer yet. Oh, we're talking a French Delorier. I was looking up Ugh. a Spanish Delorier. Are there Spanish Deloriers? Putting in the headphones. Yeah, no, I, I, I was just really excited to see that. That was really cool. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I shared the clip. That is cool. Not realizing there was a second fight. Like, I was like, oh, what a night for fighting. And then I kept watching. I was like, oh, he's still going, but with somebody else. Like, yeah, there's three refs involved and he's still throwing, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Woof. All right. We should talk about overtime. What right. in what world is turning your back on a full speed David Posternak on three and three overtime the right idea? Yeah, so my god. Yeah, shout out Hampus Lindholm for oh, having a yeah, thank for having you. a brain. What a that's a great pass. Unbelievable pass. Like Unbelievable right, reception right through he, the defense. Like they, he tried to chop it down, but it was too late cuz he was in no way expecting that pass to go through him like that. Or even no, to be and, attempted and to go is, through him. He had to overlead Pasta a little bit to mm-hmm. put that puck there. And Pasta caught up to it, too. Oh, dude, Pasta was flying. You could see the point yeah. where he's like, he's cruising and then just goes. And, and then, Pasta like, the moment down that, the right wing side, dude, I could. The oh. moment Pasta collected that puck, I was like, this is probably it. Like, it's at this point, mm-hmm. it's only whether or not he pulls the move off. Like, there's, it's kind of only up to him to not flub the shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, the, as soon as he beat both defenders to the slot, I was like, okay, yeah, we're done here. And like what I didn't expect him to do was make one clean move because what he what he does is either dipsy doodles his dang dingus off, or or takes that shot earlier. So was you cheersing to me on that? 
That was me agreeing with a beer. Yes. Hell yeah. Was, hell yeah. I was cheers and I was agreeing with a beer. Yeah. Give me a hell yeah. But yeah, in case you didn't see it, uh, Lindholm was behind his own net on the three yeah. on three, like what, 10 seconds in? Yeah, that's where uh, I started pasta, to look through. Yeah, Pasta sees that, explodes around Lindholm up the right wing boards, passes him at the red line, forehand open. Pasta on the right wing is just makes me feel something. Catches the lead pass, entering the zone behind the defender. Beats both defenders to the slot. Makes one move to his backhand. Calls game. Hampus Lindholm is a plus 47. As he should be. As he should be. Chris, like, I'm going to say surprisingly, is a plus 45. (laughs) Really? That's not even, like, I feel bad because, like, I just don't think Chris is playing at his ceiling right now. Pretty far from it. But, yeah, plus 45. Um. And then a goalie watch real quick. Linus still the best everywhere. And then not far behind him is Jeremy Swayman. So good. Connor McDavid has 144 points. All right, let's talk about it. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's plus 15. Leon Dreisaitl has 117 points, and he's a plus two. 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 Not I could be a plus two if I hung out on the third line. If I laid on the ice away from play, I could probably eventually be a plus two. Maybe. On this team? Sure. Probably. Uh, oh, let's, I'm going to reel back. I, I kind of got us off topic. So not only does Pasternak score, Bruins win the President's Trophy. Pasternak yep. has 52 goals. Yep. 52, 52 goals. Is it 53? No, 53, because he had 52 when he scored that meaningless goal against Nashville. So it's 53 goals. This was 53rd, yeah. 53rd. And And, and Lindholm's 40th assist. I thought you were joking, but that's probably right. No, it's true. (laughs) That's not (laughs) As we all predicted. Uh, Fantastic. But yeah, uh, Jack had a great line here. And it's the road to the Stanley Cup runs through Boston. I was like, ooh, yeah. I don't think I don't think he coined that in that moment. I know he did. I was gonna say that's not in the original phrase at all, but it's just Mm -hmm. hearing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Like people can shit on the president's trophy all they want, but like knowing beyond a doubt you have home ice in any potential series Mm -hmm. in this year more than any, like Olmark's gonna be our starter and Olmark's lost on Boston's ice what three times. Who the fuck is coming into Boston and winning repeatedly? Ooh, I don't know them. I've never met him. I do not know that man. Do you want to talk here's about the, Pittsburgh? Here's the thing. Um, in a moment. Yeah, in a moment. In a moment. Okay. Settle down. I'm so sorry. Jesus, man. Um, Linus Olmark is just. Uh, I just wanted to bring up the numbers here. Uh, why of all of his fucking splits that you would bring up, would you not bring up his home one? How stupid is that? Well, he's got sorry, six he's losses. To, he's six losses total, and four of them are on the road. So that math would mean two. He is twenty-one, two, and oh, 22, 21, two, and one in Boston. And he has a nine four three save percentage and a one point six four goals allowed. 
In what world are you walking into Boston and winning repeatedly? A 9-4-3 at home. 9-4-3. And he has a 9-3-2 on the road. (laughs) This might be the most lopsided Vezina win in like a long time. You'd think so, but a lot of people are still pushing for Sorkin. The the argument being, and I knew this was coming, is that he has the Boston team in front of him. People are like, oh, Swayman's not, Swayman sucks. He's one of the worst in the league. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, he's got Boston in front of him. Look, shut the fuck up. Just shut your it, stupid uh, you don't, little, your little I think, mouth. Like, I don't think that that's indicative of how voting is actually going to go because there's no, no, no. That is that's like on Twitter because he's social media fandom stuff. Like, he is first in record, first in goals against, first in like uh, goals against average, first in save percentage. Okay, like what do what right. more could you want? Zeroist. Yeah, he's as high as you can be bro and and like his goals against he, he's a, a 188 he's okay not great it's no carlos he has a, he has a 188 goals against and the guy in second is a uh, gustafson in in minnesota he is a 201 gustafson I said gustafson no, you didn't. Yes, I the goose is did. loose. And do you, you know who's all in, people? And do you know who's in third? Jeremy Swayman. Jeremy fucking Jer- Swayman. Jeremy Swayman's the <laughs> come on. And then it's Auntie uh, Ranta, right. actually, which is funny enough. Oh, there we go. Yeah, but I mean every 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 category. It's like he's not. He's the most wins, save percentage, goals against. Like, stop. He's okay. Stop, it's uh, over. Did you did you hear them talking about Johnny Goudreau's plus minus difference? Isn't it negative? It last year he led the league yeah. in plus, and this year he's one of the worst. And Jack said, in since the stat has been recorded, it is the biggest year to year drop off. It is like a difference of like ninety five goals. Wow. He was like plus ninety something. No, not plus ninety is way too high. Was he though? Johnny, G. I I really don't know. Internet that is cool. solve this. Here I'll, I can I can check this out. What do we got? What do we uh, got? So last year his plus minus was plus sixty four. Plus sixty. And right now he's a minus thirty one. So yeah, ninety five difference. Wow, that's unbelievable. Um, I just have yeah, a he's few. He's right near the bottom. He's right he near is. the bottom. I have a few random things throughout the league <laughs> I wanted to bring up too. The, sorry, the number one. At the very bottom is Jordan Cairo, all-star. Krug's down there, too. Yeah, he is. A lot of them are the Blues. Frankie Vitrano. And we play them Sunday. Yeah. Frankie Vitrano's down there, Tori Krug. How many former Bruins are down here? Just the one. Just the two. Two right there, so you're wrong there. Did Okay, while you're doing that, I wanted to ask. I've been waiting to ask you this. Do you Sean know what Corrali. the record? This is too specific for you to say yes to, unless you also Perfect. saw the graphic. Uh-huh. Do you know what the fastest player to 140 points was in a season? Mario. Yes. Yeah. Do you know how quickly he did it? How quickly he got to how many points? 140. I mean, McDavid just did it in what 71. 
Yep. I think there's a pretty good gap. I think he might have done it in like 58. 50. Woo! You know who the second fastest was? Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux in yeah. 53, four years later. 53. Right. At, wow. I, I just kept it going. What? Yeah, you know, Mario's what? stupid. Mario was stupid. I don't though. understand. Yeah. Did they have goalies? Like, not really. I see the look in your face, and the answer is no, not really. Well, I was going to say, not I was by our say standard, there were goalies like, for him. There were people stood in the net. That's as were much as we can say about for it. Some other guys' crazy seasons, but like they, they oh overlapped God. a lot. So it's kind of hard to make that uh, argument. But yeah, that, Gretzky that's made been... goalies better. I'll say that. They had to. They had to. He he forced an evolution. Like yeah, he really did. Um, did you see Paul Maurice, the head coach of the Florida Panthers, yelling at the team? No. He was tearing into them. It was the same day that Keith Kachuk had like publicly made comments about like how bad Panthers were. He's like, they deserve everything they're getting right now. They're soft. It was just wow. laying in them. Was like, well, I'm guessing the other son is the favorite. And part, you can the only thing that people like really picked up on it is the last thing he says to him is y'all are playing like a bunch of bitches. He's just screaming at them. Oof. And it's tough. But hey, they've been winning since. So they're fighting for a wild card spot. They were, they lost like two very winnable games. They're just not supposed to be in that position. They're not. They, that's weird to me that they are. Um, there's they're at like a 60 plus percent chance of missing the playoffs. And the we are the our most All right, probable well, first round matchup is the Pittsburgh Penguins at like forty something percent. Here is the thing, Robert. Yes. It is time that we check in. Oh right, my goodness! On the Eastern Conference Wild Card race, because here is the thing: seventy six or seventy five games left. 73 or games left. Jesus games played. Keep trying. Unless you're the Sabres. We've only played 73. This is a three team race at this point. And that is between, well, five teams. If you count the, the, the two that are in, I mean, if you want to say the Panthers are almost in it, then the Sabres are too. That's what I'm saying. The Sabres are, but dude, don't you dare count them out. Cause they're back in it. Don't you dare count them out, Rob. Look at them. Look at them. I hate you, Ottawa. Fucking look at them. I don't stop making Ottawa is four points behind the Panthers with a game in hand. So they are really one game behind the Florida Panthers. Stop making me consider the Ottawa Senators, please. They're one game behind the Panthers who are literally one point out of the wild card. So, so I. I almost want to give Pittsburgh the win tomorrow, <laughs> or at least a point. Give them a point. No, I would so desperately. I want Pittsburgh so fucking badly in the first round because the Bruins—they are no boring? match for Boston. No, Islanders are the boring series. Although Islanders are almost certainly taking the first spot. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that they ah, is it? Yeah, it kind of is. I just but not really, to... not really. You know so if Pittsburgh wins tomorrow. They're a point behind the Islanders. You know why I don't want to play Florida in the first round, Joe? And this is the real reason. The only the reason. camera angle. I don't want to watch that fucking camera angle. I don't. I hate Go it. Go watch play- somebody's Instagram live, damn oh it. I want God. to beat them. I can't see the game because the people are in the way. No. Terrible. 
fix everything about your existence, Florida. My well, God. they're going to have national broadcast. Actually, you know, it's the first round, right? Yeah, it's going to be necessary. be the first round. So for most of it, at least. Also, where's our playoff hype video? How long do we have to wait for that? I'm eagerly awaiting the playoff hype video. I think you have to wait nine more games. God damn it. There aren't even nine more games. Yeah, there are. Also, friendly reminder, we're also going to game one. Which, by the way, is probably going to be on Marathon Monday. No way. Is it really? Yes. yes. Oh, April no 17th way. is Marathon Monday. Uh-oh. Okay. That is going to be the drunkest garden. Oh, my God. I'm going to. All right. You got to come in like the day before or something. Like start driving now. I, well, here's the thing. I'm going to be at the Red Sox game that day. Wow. You're going to have a day. Wow. You're going to yeah. be the most Bostonian person of all time. I'm going to be the drunkest anyone's you ever just been. run the marathon at that point. Is it, like, is it the April 10th? You said it's probably 17th, the day? 17th. 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 Perfect. Okay. Like, oh, my God. I, I forgot That's when that the it's playoff an AM start. game. It's when the playoffs start, but that Bro. doesn't necessarily mean it's when the Bruins series start. It probably will, but what? Oh no, you look worried. Is there a night game? No, 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 no. It's in the morning. Oh. It's an it's okay. an AM Thank game. Thank God. Are you working that day? Yes, I work most Mondays. Oh, did you want me to go to the game? Think about it. Because <laughs> here's the thing: I might take a personal night, day. Playoff hockey at night, right? Yeah. And then in the morning, you are so going to say yes the second I say this. It's an 11, 10 a.m. game. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, we, we worked this out on uh, on that other show that I do. That start is Chris Sale versus Shohei Otani. Dude. Oh, my God. I'm, yeah. No, I'm putting in a personal day on April 17th. Come on. That's insane. What a day, dude. You got to you got to pace yourself. Okay. I need energy from you at 7 p.m. Yeah, maybe, maybe just maybe just some coffees or something for uh, maybe some $36 worth of hot chocolate. Hopefully we will be moved on to the which uh, should be 500 hot chocolates. It should be. An it should be triple digit hot chocolates like. Uh, I'm all out of notes on my whiteboard, so the only thing remaining is BJ's for Blue Jackets. Oh, that's funny. So my whiteboard just says BJ's on it, and I'm going to leave it that way. Muppets? Uh, question mark? Underlined? What are your thoughts on Paul Correa? He was good. The best. Best friends with uh, Jim Montgomery. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people I, don't that's know it. that. That's the basis. We hit them all. All right. This is a two-hour show. I think that's good. Yeah. Bruins play Pittsburgh tomorrow. Should be a really good one. Tune in. Yeah, let's look. Let's look ahead. Let's let's just do a, a quick little look ahead here. Yeah, that that's yeah. I I yeah. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I really think it's going to be full tilt. I think they're not going to hold back. I think they're aware this is a very probable first round matchup. I won't be surprised if this is playoff esque. Also, won't be surprised if it's not because it's like kind of it's a toss up. I think. Is this in uh, in Pittsburgh? In, uh yes yes it is it sure is it sure is all right so what do we what do we got after these old penny gwens here well, they we play got, the blues oh, on sunday yeah so the rest of the season oh not bad man. all right all right i got not a couple questions to ask you here i'm glad hit, we're doing hit, this look ahead hit me so we've got pittsburgh st louis toronto New Jersey, Philadelphia, Washington, Montreal. Call yep. it a season. 
Now. Yes. First of all. Yes. One, two, three, four of these games are national broadcast games. Four of the last seven games are national games. So everybody prepare for that. Do what you will about that. Oh, I know. More than that. What do you mean? ABC, TNT, ESPN Plus, ABC, TNT. Well, no, those oh, NHL. Oh, this. Yeah, those are, those are all, yeah. Those NHL power play games, like those are regional broadcasts. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, so four four games national. Do what you will with that. We got two afternoon games. <laughs> and then seven, eight, six, seven, seven. Um, the Bruins currently, Rob. Yes. Have how many fucking points do they have? A lot. A hundred and twenty-one. Do they break one thirty-three? Is that the question? They have to get twelve points. Somebody asked me this earlier, and I don't think they do it. Yeah, I so don't. The, I because they Preds, don't care. The Preds game and the Blackhawks game, and the Red Wings game prior kind of kind of screwed them. Yeah, I I just I don't think they do it. I, again, they, they, this isn't something they care about. They're not going to try to do it. So they, they would have to win six of these last seven. But like, and you're playing with Toronto and New Jersey in that span, and Washington. And they've again, that would be just that, a like, tie, not, right? So they would have to win yeah. all seven. Do they win yeah, out? It, yeah, if they win six, they tie it. No, do wait. they win out? No, no, no. Sorry, could... if they win five, if they win six, they win. Because oh, six okay. more points brings them to 133. So they have to win six of their last seven. Don't you fucking think that they do it though? No, I don't. Well, could you see them go five zero and two? Yeah, hundred percent, something so like that. Five zero and two, they would still break it. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of it's going to depend on. I don't know. I can see so them. You just think taking they could break it. it? You just said that you know. think they can break it. I think it's. I, th- I I said it's it's possible, but highly improbable. But that's kind of it. Beyond ending that, the season in Montreal is so weird. It's such a that's such a um, fake ass in the most meaningless game too. Neither yeah. team. This is the game I'm going to be kind of worried that like Montreal runs somebody. Oh, dude! If you want to talk would. about the rivalry, oh my, that just made me so mad. Oh my god! Oh my god! That should it should be Providence playing. It won't be because it's it the last game and they need be. to stay warm. But like, I hope it is. I think it might be, dude. I think that if there was ever one, dude, let like. I don't know. Let them play like 25, 30 minutes. Let Bergeron play like six. I don't care. Well, that's, uh, I I think it's possible, but I doubt it happens. But right now, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow. I think that it's going to be a very good game. Pittsburgh games tend to be very good. They have a bit of a a, a rivalry going with Pittsburgh. Lowercase r, like nothing heavy, but like there's animosity between these teams. Always is. It's just there. It's the black and gold. What is it? That's all it is. They've got the. You said they've got an R word with this team. That's not what I said. <laughs> <Think it's good. laughs> Moving on. All, All right. right. You got anything else, Joseph? I don't. Nor do I. I think two hours ought to do it. <laughs> Thanks, Herbs. I can say it. Yes. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> say it. Thank you for. Bearing with me. You just made me come in my nice new brown suit.